Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Oh, well, after a troll of a trial with GarageBand, here we are. Please One, fix the fucking GarageBand. Garage I hate GarageBand so fucking much. Yeah, I do it's too. The worst. GarageBand, if you're listening, fuck off. Yeah, fuck. But also get better. And do better. Sp- and sponsor us. <laughs> Yeah, Apple, sponsor us. Give us iPads, Apple Pencils, Bluetooth headphones. Yes. MacBook um, Pros, iPad Pros. I remember in college, I I got I was getting into Crystal Castles, and I like, I was like, I could try like a little <laughs> tune on a little tune on GarageBand. Mind you, I have n- I don't know how to read music. I have no ability <laughs> at all. But I so I like downloaded GarageBand and like tried to like chop and screw a crystal castles beat and i was just like what am i doing (laughs) i like i was like here i this is where i launched my like bedroom music career yeah salem watch out yeah salem watch out who there's a new carrie witch house carrie there's a new witch in town i live for the alternate universe where you became like a fucking witch house super musician yeah no it was i was just like I felt it for like an hour over Christmas break, senior year of college. And then I was like, okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm not cut out yeah. for this life. GarageBand is like completely counterintuitive. 
like I I only record on it because I used to record on Audacity and edit on Audacity, but then the Apple update like wouldn't wasn't compatible with Audacity, so I could edit in it but not record. So then I had to switch to GarageBand, and it's truly been a just a hate hate relationship, not even a love hate relationship. Speaking of Audacity, I just need to talk briefly about the Golden Globes 2021. Okay, you watched them? I watched like a quarter of them, very briefly. I just looked at the list of winners, and I felt happy with all of them. Yeah, there were some, I mean, Rosamund Pike winning was was cool. I was happy. That was a hell yes. That was Mm -hmm. a hell yes. I loved her dress. Very Villanelle. Daniel Kaluuya winning? Fuck yes. That movie was really good. It, It is. And he's he's I mean he's incre- he's he's everything he does. It's he's, unreal. He's yeah. unbelievably good in it, and I love Lakeith Stanfield too. So that movie is mm-hmm. a really good one. Um, who else won? Jodie Foster the won. Crown for what? I don't understand what she was in. She was in this movie that's apparently out with Shailene Woodley. I have no idea, but but unclear i love like now that a movie can come out that you've never heard of or seen or even know about that's the golden that's always nominated but like in the past like you kind of know of a movie no i swear i remember when like marvelous mrs mizell came out and like no it had been out for like a week and no one had really seen it and she won best act and now now it's like everyone knows it but like at the beginning everyone was like what this show this show what but now and then I watched it and I was like, okay, I love it. Um, I love it. But it was a good. The Crown did a lot. Schitt's Creek. That yeah. was great. Love that. Borat, who cares? Not me. I do think he's really hot. Sasha. Him and Isla Fisher are sexy together. Yeah, love them, but don't care about like a Borat. I don't joint. really care about anything. No, I also was like, what are the globes? Like, why? Like, I didn't understand. Like, do people because I saw kind of on Instagram, like some actresses were dressed up in head to toe glam with a gown. But then Jodie Foster was wearing pajamas. I love that. Like, where are you going? I know. Like you're walking (laughs) from upstairs to downstairs and you like are wearing this dress. But for who and for why? Like, I just didn't. I was like why does why would i care if there's not like a full red carpet with like there was rancic and the manny cam i was hoping they would bring back the manny like facetime people i'm so unclear on like i'm so unclear on dressing up with full glam spending thousands of dollars to sit on your own couch and take a picture for instagram laura it's called fashion Okay. That and that's not fashion to me. It's called homestay fashion. <laughs> it's called fashion at home and it's also called domestic fashion. So you need to get into it. No, I don't give a shit. I was happy to see, like Jason Sudeikis was getting shit. People like someone was like some person on Twitter was like, "Oh, like don't tell me tell me there's not a sta- a double standard in Hollywood for women and men." And it was like Amanda Seyfried all dressed up and then he was wearing like a sweatshirt with his sister's company on it. And, and, and someone, um, Brody Gupta, who's so funny on Twitter, she posted like, cause his speech was Jason Sudeikis won for Ted Lasso and his speech was like kind of all over the place. I think he was in England. So it was like three in the morning there. 
and he, love. he just looked like he was like a little drunk and really sleepy mm-hmm. and she was like he was like the most appropriate speech for award show during a pandemic and it's like yeah, like, yeah it's it's a pandemic it's such a why for me like the super bowl was a huge why like i just can't wrap my head around like why are we having a super bowl when like children can't go to school and like why are we having a golden globes over zoom that is like i refuse to participate Mm -hmm. i refuse and honestly if you're getting dressed up it's i'm all for like a fashion moment but like make it appropriate for like the time and the place like no one wants to see you in a fucking huge gown at home like wear like crazy pajamas like avant-garde pajamas or just something that you could never wear on like the red carpet like make it a moment be like gaga yeah and like i don't know seeing amy poehler and tina fey like split screen because tina was in new york and amy poehler was in la that was a little weird I was just like the only one the one cool thing was that they had like the only people in attendance were frontline workers. Yeah. And they were they got to all get dressed up. So that was that was cute, I think, and like nice. But it was just a weird it's just everything's just like tinged with melancholy. So it's like why yeah. are, I don't really care about, you know anything. <laughs> you know, Diane Warren winning best original song. <sighs> Love that for Diane. The second com- the second act of Diane Warren is strong. It is. Trent Reznor won for Soul. Soul. Him and um, John Baptiste. Minari won. Minari Ooh. won. Minari, that's I haven't seen it yet. I need to see it, but Yeah, that was great. Nomadland, Chloe Zhao. Yes. Love that. that. Was, Depressed that was... the goddamn hell out of me, but hats off to you, Chloe Zhao. Hell yeah to that. Um Anyway, but it truly at the end of the day is like the biggest who cares, not me energy. Well, at the end of the day, I was like, oh, it's been a year. <laughs> Literally has been a year since it, this started. And, you, you know, it's just. Oh, <sighs> anyway, but you know what's <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a zone today. Carrie's in quite the state today. But I'm I'm brightening my spirit to be here with you and to be talking about the final episode of Rock of Love season two. So Well, not the final episode, because there's a reunion lest we forget. Not the, the finale. Fu- the finale. The finale that literally is like the most anticlimactic okay, can we talk finale about- of all time. First of all, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to And you're to listening to Sexy Unique. unique. Podcast. podcast insatiable, insatiable bitch, bitch goddesses, goddesses. What was that song that I starts playing it. at the beach? Stand like, by me. I think it's called All I Need Is You. 
it was really bizarre. I was like, who's the woman in this duet? Yeah. And here I stand. It's like Peyton. <laughs> Why was this episode so long? It was unnecessarily Boring. long. It was, the, it was literally the worst episode of the season. Yeah. Like by the end, I was like, okay, we've had now 10 minutes of montages and reflections, like a mini music video for Brett's shitty duet song. Yeah. And then you're going to like choose some random girl that it just like you have it's zero meaning i zero sum game i was so unimpressed by this episode last i liked in the last season how they flew back to la yeah got doll you know what i mean like there was drama to it and this was just like oh you're doing it all in the same place it's like okay sometimes it works all in the same place but this was not one of those times i was just like let I don't know. I I just wanted. I was just. I was not. I wasn't into it, and I obviously was not happy with the victor. No. But once again, if you win this show, you are the biggest loser. Yeah. So by winning this show, you have lost at life. Yeah. So, Amber. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. It's Amber. Where is she now? No one knows. Lying <laughs> no about her knows, age. No one cares. At lying about her age, forty-seven, sh- telling everyone she's it's not a day over thirty. She would be almost fifty now, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like forty-seven or forty-eight. She's probably like assumed a new identity. She's on her third act. Yeah. This was her second act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has twelve acts. Yeah, she's kind of like a cat who has t- nine lives. She is cat-like. Yeah, but she has nine acts. So we start off with, it's still in the last elimination where um, Destiny? Destiny went home because she sensibly said she wasn't in love with Brett because (laughs) she literally does not know him. And Brett was like, I don't like that one bit. Sent her right home. And now it's down to Ambre versus Daisy. They drink, they drink some Brett's brew and cheers to a Learjet jaunt down to Brett's favorite place on earth, Cancun, Mexico. They keep saying Learjet, which I love. Yeah, that's really like dates it. Are Learjets even a thing anymore? I don't know. Neither. I had a really dark thought. What? Like that it would crash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what if that ha- Like, it's bound to happen at some point in some reality show. I know. I thought that too. I was like, it's so tiny in there. Like, it, it looked tinier than the private jets that we see now on, like, Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And I was worried for them. I was and worried, then I too. Also, do you remember when some TV show played a prank on Paris Hilton where they pretended that the plane she was on was crashing and no. filmed her during it? <laughs> like, punked? Uh, like, I think, like, a Saudi version of punked or something. That's f- insane. It's incredible that it's actually, it's the, I mean. Like, oh, I do remember that. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's the cruelest thing you could do to someone. I would like, shit my Basically pants. trick them into dying. I would poop. But like, I need you all to watch this. I Paris remember one. that. I think it came out when I was yeah. in college. That's so mean. And also like. <laughs> so mean and also hilarious. That's like the, um, that documentary about the women who assassinated Kim Jong-un's older brother in north what is that 
it was it's about you remember there's like two female assassins like killed that north korean guy who was the brother of the north korean dictator who was assassinated by north korea to like assure that he wouldn't take like the throne basically oh and they thought they told the women they were on a prank show and they were like running up to a random person and smearing stuff on their face but they didn't tell them that it was like a poison Mm-hmm. So there were just these two women who thought they were like prank actresses. And they like went ran up to a guy in the airport and killed him. And they didn't even know they had done it. They were like they thought they were on a TV show. Wait, wait, wait. They these women these, these killed. Do you remember this? It happened like a few years ago. There were all these like CCT footages of these like kind of like cute they almost looked like they were really young and like in their twenties and they one of them had that sweatshirt that said LOL on it. And they like I don't remember that. They were like, these are the assassins of the brother of the North Korean dictator. And they were grooming them for months, gearing them up to do this. And they were doing other prank stuff. And it was like they thought they were gonna be like famous prankers. And they convinced them to go up to like this random person in the in the airport terminal and just like smear like something that they thought was like goo on his face. Like, like nerve agent or something. But it was yeah, it was actually like it was like mustard gas or something and they had and they didn't know so they were just like killing people no and not lolling not not just him so they practice on other people with just like shaving cream or like they would go up to a random person and just like shake their hand and have like it was all like silly prank stuff but the person they killed was the dictator's brother brother wow Anyway, detour. But Need a movie about them. I'm now Googling and it says Paris Hilton was maybe in on the plane crash hoax. So fucking classic. Nothing is sacred. I just remember her being like, oh my God. <laughs> Anywho, the, the girls touched down in beautiful Cancun, Mexico. And I really, truly, my body yearned for the sea. Yeah, it looked really great. It looked really amazing. I was ready to go. And they take a limo. <laughs> the Me Hotel. The, the Me Hotel. And are greeted by traditional Mayan dancers. And I love, like, Daisy's face during this dance. Like, she was really suspicious. Like, she really didn't trust, like, what was going on in this moment. They zoom in on her, and at one point, you just see her quietly mutter, Wow. <laughs> Amber's like... Golly, I love this. This is just amazing as it's going on. And I was like, I see through you. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Amber. Teacher's pet. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of hotel spawn con and like the girls go explore their suite and Amber's like, it's amazing. It has a whole balcony all to ourselves with a bed on it. How pimp is that? And I was like, I'm literally going to kill you, then kill myself if you keep talking. Also, their hotel room is, like, not a suite. No. They give this the, hotel wh- is ugly. <laughs> it's not a cute hotel. No. Um, I just wrote, do less, Amber. Yeah, please, like, take it down five notches. They go to dinner with Brett by the pool, of course, his favorite mm-hmm. place. And Daisy has her full sleeve tattoo out. And, she, and I realize she's a Jack Skellington tattoo yeah she was a full nightmare before christmas leave i'm into it she's just like a woman who contains multitudes honestly mm-hmm. and i love that she takes the opportunity of dinner to pull out a list of questions that she has for brett 
Amber goes, wow, you've got a whole notebook and a pen. Oh, wow. Yeah, she does. I also love that Amber is 37 and Daisy's 25. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be more different. They could not be more different. And like, also, it's like the way Amber fights with Daisy like later on is just like it's very sad and reflects poorly on her mostly. Because mm-hmm. if I was hanging with like a 25-year-old who was happened to be Daisy, I would just be like trying to be friends with her. Yeah, she's so mean to Daisy. She's kind of slut-shaming her and almost teaming up with Brett to like question her a little about... Like, and I want it to be like, Daisy's the one that's supposed to be questioning him right now. Yeah. And the interrogation Stop was turned. the questions. I think Daisy's a spy. Yeah, she is spy energy. She goes, so, Brett, I want to know if, like, our connection is purely physical. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone, like, at the table tells Daisy, like, she leads with her sexuality. So yeah. he, like, really can't answer that question because mm-hmm. she's just so sexual. I was like, you're a fucking pig. And also that means the answer is yes, it is purely physical. In this moment, at this exact moment, I was like, Daisy's going to lose this whole totally. show. But also because like. you can't fuck, you can't no. give it all away. Like Brett already knows all there is to know. Yeah. I, I felt bad what for he her. Th- what he believes there is to know. She was in a bad position. And I felt, I felt bad that Amber was kind of like using that against her too. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, real good female friend energy, huh, Amber? She's a BFF, a bad female friend. Well, because Amber knows. Which so, like, she's show, older. I, I love, yeah, Amber knows, like, I think being a woman of a certain age, like, you understand that you can't fall into just, like, the fuck trap and, like, expect. Yeah a big commitment afterwards. So she's like got that over Daisy and then also can like, like she can use it to her advantage being like, she's like, God, I just, you know what? I just got to do this. And then like grabs Brett's face and kisses him. And I was like, Amber, you are like way too much. She plants a big one on him. Yeah. Well, first Brett, he, then Brett turns the tables onto Amber and he goes, I don't, I don't know if you're just in this because you're just someone that likes to win, which is the truth. Mm-hmm. And Amber goes, oh. she, and then she goes, I, I just got to do this. And then goes, Mwah! and like plants like a big <laughs> smackaroo on his face. And Daisy just goes, oh. whatever. <laughs> and then Brett goes, I'm so lucky to have you both in my life in Mexico. Good old. Daisy truly clocks Amber with the read of the century where she goes, is this just a chance for you to like break out of your shell? And I was like, yes, it's Amber's second act. Like she literally is like a divorcee with like shitty highlights and a renewed sense of purpose. She has the worst. She might have worse hair than (laughs) Yukio. She has way worse. If I had to choose between Yukio's hair and Amber's weird under like, zebra extensions and like frosty highlights i would go Yu-Gi-Oh for life and she has like she's like maroon f- and frosted highlights and like under her dirty blonde hair it makes no sense 
it makes absolutely no sense and i think they're like it's i think it's like she has like a clip-in like extension like oh yeah weave she also has a bump it later yeah she's really like <laughs> she needed a makeover to like get her a little more hip to the times because amber's interpretation of like rock and roll style is like it shows her age a little Amber, bit. Amber's she's not even old she's not even that old but she literally is like reads like 50 when she tries to like dress up i think amber actually is act might be the undercover fbi agent i think she's like she's like drew barrymore and never been kissed <laughs> pretending to be like a teenager like she's she's fully she in the fbi she's sandra bullock she's, yeah. she's a cop that's gone undercover to like infiltrate some kind of ring She's a cop without a badge. Pretending to be in her early 30s, but she's actually like much older. A terrible cop. They're like, go on the show, be sexy, and get with Brett. Then tell us everything you know about his like tax evasion. Yeah. And he's like, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 31. <laughs> she's like, oh, did I say did that? I, did if, I, oh. if, if I did say that, I did mean that I was 37. Yeah, she has like the ear, someone in her ear being like, Amber. Yeah, every night, like, she goes and has to check in with the Sarge, and he slams his files on the desk. He goes, God damn it, Amber. Yeah, the Sarge. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. We're here. We're to fuck it all up again. Mm-hmm. First you're 31, then you're 37. Take that fucking bump it out of your head. God. Take your fucking panties off and get sexy for Brett. God. And she's like, Damn it, Amber. Sarge, I'm sorry, Sarge. I'm sorry. I'll do it. I will do anything to be with Brett. It's like whatever you say. It's like randomly M. Emmett Walsh as the Sarge, just like (laughs) an iconic character actor. Just like randomly there. God damn it, Amber. She's always reporting back to Sarge, who's always saying, God damn it, Amber. I'm so sorry. I just, I get so caught up in this. It's really messing with my mind. After the football game, she limps into the Sarge's office with her bloody knees. And he's like, God damn it, Amber, what happened to your knees? And she's like, Sarge, I'm sorry. I just got so into the football game and I had to win. (laughs) I had to do it, Sarge. Also, I was shocked that I and I because the beginning of the season feels so long ago. But I. Brett's very honest. He's like, Amber was originally one of the first ones about to go home he keeps saying that yeah she's literally like a fluke but it's a fluke that won can we talk about the violent savagery of the me hotel logo (laughs) what is it again it just me (laughs) but it's like so it's just like so visceral every time i saw it i was like (gasps) Like, it just was so, it's so violent. Yeah. It was. It's on everything. Like, they get a bunch of me merch. And I just kept being like, me? And then it was just the hotel name. But, like, the design, the graphic design that's going on Mm -hmm. for the me hotel. It's really giving me, actually, like, Vanderpump Rules hotel (laughs) energy. (laughs) It's a hotel. It's the abbreviation of the state of Maine. Emmy. They get to the hotel, and when they get in, Amber goes. She goes. Oh, I'm. I'm getting blue. <laughs> you can have pink, and I'll have blue. That's the one thing she and Daisy can agree on. Yeah, they. They're. They're. I do appreciate that their fighting is. I mean, they throw some barbs at each other, but it's very measured. They never like. Mm-hmm. They never escalate. 
or like get in each other's faces or anything. It's very like measured dragging. Yeah, it's nice. So Amber gets the first date with Brett. Like Brett is like, I'm going to go think about everything you ladies just told me and <laughs> go fuck someone <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go jerk it on, like, FaceTime porn with someone. <laughs> um, and when they get back to and, the... And, like, ho- give myself, take a huge shit, give myself some insulin, and call it a night. Because <laughs> we all know what happened last time. Take a melatonin. Yeah, and I'll see you tomorrow, Amber, and then Daisy, I'll see you the next day. And then they go back to... Amber and Daisy go back to their shared hotel room with awful overhead lighting and Daisy proceeds to just like kindly tell Amber that she's like not that she's not sexy. Well, she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Daisy's just kind of like, sorry that I'm in tune in touch with my body and like my my sexuality and sensuality. And she yeah. goes, I'm sorry. That you're, she's like, sorry, you can't be like that. Like basically just eviscerating. She's sorry, <laughs> it's obvious that you don't feel sexy like <laughs> she imitates I, what she there's walks. nothing i can do she's like look you walk like this and it's like hunched over walking poor i was like amber does walk like that amber goes now <laughs> she goes now daisy why would you say that she's like when i walk i walk with my shoulders down shoulders back head high up she goes i walk with a stat with a swagger like i'm just like oh my god shut up amber she just keeps saying these like she keeps saying dude yeah it's really unfortunate and like Daisy goes she goes maybe I don't know like maybe you just like wish you were me like I was incredible. like she does <laughs> she goes sorry if people find me attractive I can't help it she says I lead with my intelligence and I lead with my heart I lead with so many things it's not just looks but maybe you wish you were me she's right I'm I'm all in. You can also tell Amber has no idea like how to talk to younger people. No. Dude. <laughs> dude, come on. Come on, dude. Now, now come on, Daisy. Why I don't walk like that. No, I don't I, Now why did you say and I that? Like that? She was hunched. She was like hunched over yeah. as she was saying that to her. I was like, She's like, now why incredible. would you say that, Daisy? I I don't walk like that. I walk with my head held high, just like my daddy told me. Also, in this moment, I couldn't help but notice that Amber's knees have bounced back. They're still a little pink, but like her wounds yeah. have almost healed. They took her to like an emergency healing session, like in some kind of like saline water, and it like restored her. Yeah, they put her in like a hyperbaric chamber so that her skin would like. Mm-hmm grow back over her kneecaps yeah i was like how long have they been here because those wounds looked like they would take at least like six to eight weeks <sighs> to like fully heal i'm like wretched they look so about bad it. yeah i can like i feel like actually my stomach just dropped thinking about this the word wound is like a word that cuts my like cuts to the bone with me mm-hmm. i've been haunted by knee her knees wounds. her knee wounds for just weeks now the gashes. Amber's, the gashes, Amber's the gashes, weeping, Amber's gashes, Angela's gashes, <laughs> Angela's gashes are so real. And then we got like later in the episode, we see like the moment that she gets gashed, like when she's running on the football field. And I was just like, oh, my God, like the mud and the wounds. Oof. She's like, I'm about to go have a good time. So why don't you stay in here and journal more? 
Because Daisy's like furiously writing poetry. Daisy has like never felt more creatively fueled in her life. She's like doing crossword puzzles and journaling and just really doing a lot of like self-reflection. She's like Demi Moore in St. Elmo's Fire. Just like all the wind, the curtains have like tinfoil and all the wind. And she's just <laughs> rocking back and forth, like writing poetry, writing on the walls. What a wild movie. Truly wild. It's been so long since I've seen it. I can't even remember that part. Remember they like all come to help her at the end? I forget what happens to her. Oh, yeah. She's like, she's really going through it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> when is she not? Anyways, <laughs> Amber goes <laughs> to meet Brett for their date. And Brett, as he sees her and he's like, God, Amber looks great. I see Amber. She looks great. She's got a brown dress. <laughs> and I was like, what? Cool. Cool. Like nothing about a brown dress is sexy. Brown is literally not a sexy color for a dress. Yeah, she, they, he, Brett's taking her to like, a, looks like a cool area. It's like a kind of like excarret, excarret, like that. It's like a cenote kind of vibe, like touristy spot where people can go, like wade it's in the like water. Like a water park. Yeah, it's like a natural water park. Um. And Amber goes to Brett. She goes, I see Brett, and he looks so beautiful and so hot. And I was like, <laughs> because he's a literal woman. She keeps, she keeps putting her finger to her lips. Like, she's like, oh, like thinking about everything that Brett's just like, Brett loves it. He's just pointing stuff out, pointing out frogs. And she just goes, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at all this stuff. Oh, Brett, this is amazing. Oh, my God. Is that a frog? Oh, my God. And then Brett's like, <laughs> leads her down the steps of it to a cenote. And he, they, like, take a little boat over that looked really cool. They take it a little a cute boat. They take a little boat over that says Iscaret on it. And they take it over to two massage beds are waiting for them under, like, a waterfall in a cave. I was like, what is it? I was, like, really weirded out by the cave at first. I thought they were going to eat in that cave. But, like, with their... I don't like like a eating in a pool area with like your no I hate it half of your body is underwater and like the rest is above is like very like no straight people seem to love that like whenever I've watched The Bachelor in Paradise they go to like when people have solo dates they'll go to like a hotel and they'll have a table set up in the middle of like a fountain and they're like they're like it's nighttime and they're like ankle deep in water and i'm just like yeah i don't i would be chilly i just wouldn't i don't, I don't really <laughs> want to be like wet while i have yeah. like nachos you i don't know, I'd you know be what right, i mean i'd have it like on the beach but like i'm not i don't want to be like eating soup and like shivering because <laughs> i'm cold because no. my feet are cold even like the massage thing i was like how do you dry your feet off when you get on the massage table do you just like drip all over the place like I in guess. theory cute but in practice strange Mm -hmm. and they get massages and it's revealed that brett has a tattoo on his back that says live love loyalty the three life love loyalty (sighs) brett's mottos um amber's amber's like she knows she has but a day to impress brett so she's like i gotta pull all the stops and she's maybe a little motivated by daisy's kind of calling her unsexy so mm-hmm. she hops off her table brett when brett's face down and she 
climbs on top of his back and starts massaging him. And Brett goes, oh, this better be Amber, not the guy. <laughs> also, the way that she like leapt off the table and the hotel staff just got out of her way. Like her bitch, she like is literally hungry to climb on Brett's oily back and like touch his oily back. And then she like puts her face on it. I was like, that is disgusting. Yeah. Have fun having that. Have fun with that breakout. I do not want to. I don't even like really the thought of the post massage oil that you have on you is like, really grosses me out it's like it needs to like all i want to ever do is get right into a shower but the thought of just then another person or me going up to like my love who's just gotten massaged by the hands of someone else then touching that used oil and then pressing my face into their oily back is like i can't think of anything worse oily backs are strange and brett yeah, the guy who's ma- the the masseuse who's like kind of like okay, he like, was like, is, he's like, like got the fuck out of there. You see him kind of standing by, and there's he's like grip, he's like disgusted. Which I'm like, I don't blame you. You're doing your job, and this you have to like watch this. This is fucking bizarre. And this woman, like, also, it's like her kind of her sarong comes apart, and it, you couldn't see anything. But I was just like, Amber literally just went pussy first <laughs> into this whole scenario, like climbing on Brett's back and then just like rubbing her face into his oiliness. I just love Brett's gay panic. Yeah, He's like, you're not the you're not the guy, right? And she's like, <laughs> No, <laughs> Sil- no, it's me. Brett, you are so funny. Oh my God, Brett, you're so funny. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in 
the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. The best news when they first arrived at Excarat and Brett was like, look at this, and just put his hand into like a bowl of moth butterflies. And he was like, it's beautiful, isn't it? She goes, it is. It's beautiful. And then they just like, he just like sat there with his hand in like a butterfly bowl. Mm. I was like, what is wrong with you people? It's a water park. <laughs> they, have, <laughs> they have a little nosh on the beach and. And Brett Amber goes, what I love about you, Brett, is that you do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know about. That's the biggest takeaway from that scene. This is also what Brett said, which is a complimentary to that statement. Brett goes, the thing I love about traveling and adventures is that I figure out what I like and what I don't like. True. <laughs> cool. Deep. When they get back to the hotel, Amber goes up to change before dinner and she's wearing... You just hear her like her platform flip flops on the linoleum, and then she gets in, and Daisy's just furiously scribbling in her journals in the bed. Just and she looks over, and she's like, and she tries. Well, first she tries to knock on the door. Daisy won't even let her in at first. She goes, she goes, hello, and then Daisy goes, what's the password? And then Amber goes, please, and then she's like, all right, which is like she was being funny. I love Daisy because also Daisy's like, everyone thinks I lead with my sexuality, but I'm like goofy and silly and I love to have fun. She is. And I was like, she fucking is. Like being in Mexico with Daisy would be a fucking riot. It'd be a trip. I just wrote, what was Daisy doing all day? I think she was just in that bed. I think she was in the bed. Also, she's like, I mean, I guess like vacation is a place where you can just live your shoes on the bed truth if that's what you're called to do. <laughs> But I was extremely triggered by Daisy laying on the bed with her flip-flops on her pillow. I was like, get your feet off of your pillow. That is where you lay your head at night, my dear. Don't you shit where you eat, honey. You gotta turn it around. No, please. Please <laughs> take your feet off, off the, the pillow. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe that's why Daisy gets... Someone. Maybe that's actually why she was sick and it's not because of the, of the, <laughs> of the boat. <laughs> She's like the she first person to get COVID. <laughs> Shoo. Um, and then Daisy goes, she goes, so you going to tell me how it was? How was it? So like, how was it? And they talk and Amber goes, you know, for such a pretty girl, you're the ugliest woman I've ever met in my life. And I was like, damn, damn. that's like harsh. And Daisy goes, that's awesome. Yeah, she goes cool just keep saying that stuff to me and then amber goes well cool. it's awesome and then amber's like after she's ready she just looks at daisy and goes i think you're a hateful bitch <laughs> mean daisy goes cool i don't care cool i don't care rude i love also daisy being like how was it like how was the date and amber's like 
Daisy, why why do you want to know? And she goes, I don't. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the thing with Daisy is she she had this little bit of power in this in these moments, but then she let Amber get to her. She did. That was and that was strike two. She squandered it. And but Amber is also te- like creating this narrative that's completely fictional, where she's like. Brett needs to see how ugly Daisy truly is. She should really show the ugliest side of her person. I was like, by doing what? She literally has not been any different than how she's been this entire time. Like, you're falsifying evidence. Slander. You fucking zebra-haired bitch. (laughs) Amber meets Brett (laughs) just for another boring dinner. And... She teased her hair to hell and back. Holy shit, she's wearing a bumpet, guys. She's she's wearing a bumpet. Yeah, and... uh, What's you know that Amber's feeling herself and she's pleased with her knees because she's showing them off in this dress. This is the first time she's really gotten to showcase her knees since there. I weirdly had a flash of Melissa Joan Hart in this moment. She does have like a Melissa Joan vibe. Mm-hmm. Brett presents her with some like probably spawn conned hideous. The ugliest necklace I've ever seen hideous necklace i literally wrote that in all caps and that's exactly how i was gonna say it if i was to say that the hideous necklace she it is a spawn con from like gianto or something which ended up spawn conning a lot of these like vh1 shows because i believe it was in like maybe i love new york or one of the i love monies like people get like gianto watches and stuff and mm-hmm. i had a, like a long time to look into them so i'm familiar with this brand and amber goes you know i can tell brett knows me so much cuz this is exactly my vibe my taste. i love her being like oh oh my god oh my god what a beautiful necklace I was like, I literally, there's nothing actually worse than getting jewelry from people that you don't, that you don't like. And I'm not even talking about like fine jewelry, like just like when someone just doesn't have a good read on like what you would like mm-hmm. if you, as far as like a necklace or, or anything like that is concerned. Totally. It hurts worse. Like I'd rather just get nothing than get like the wrong And have thing. to pretend. That I like love it. Amber just seems like that movie, the movie about the cheerleader mom who like hired a hit that Holly Hunter was in on H. What was it? Uh, the Texas chain, like the Texas cheerleader mom or something. It was a real oh, story of this that. like Texas, cheer, like a st- crazy cheerleader mom who like hired a hit on the mom of her daughter's rival to like try Love. to upset her. Um, I just get vibes like that from Amber. And then Amber, after they like canoodle a little, Amber just. She just she goes, I know I have to go all in right now with Brett and I'm ready. And she just <laughs> leans in and she goes, Brett, I'm not wearing any underwear. And then Brett goes, and they like pan out and he goes, can you show me? And she just like shows him her puss. And she shows him her <laughs> pussy twice at the table. She like crosses her, uncrosses her legs and then recrosses him. He goes, oh, show me again. And she goes, and I was like, damn, they like did that. Yeah. Show me. Again. That was kind of hot. I was like, okay, Amber, that's a power move. Like it was an unexpected. I was like, that's fucking cool. No, it was, it was like a total, like I took a note. I, res- I put it in my pocket. I respected her in this moment. Dating. Yeah. Yeah. And Brett, Brett was like, we got to go now. 
He goes, uh, check, please. <laughs> they go back to Brett's, which is somehow grosser than their hotel room. <laughs> yeah, and they do another, like, spawn con that would literally be, this is like the, you know, they did the Hard Rock Hotel movie. <laughs> They're doing like the hotel spot. It's Brett again on the hotel channel. I'm no, Brett but Michaels. It's like Brett speaking Spanish. He's like, me amo Brett Michaels. <laughs> yeah, also. Hasta luego. Daisy kept, or Amber kept going. She goes, thank you. She goes, gracias. She kept saying that. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> to every like wor- staff. Yeah. And then like, Brett's like, fuck you. Yeah. She goes, wow. We go into Brett's suite, and it's so amazing and so cute. And he has a whole balcony all to himself overlooking the ocean. <laughs> She's obsessed with balconies that you have all to yourself. And they have this, like, gross bed with rose petals on the balcony that's, like, not that private. And then they're, like, led to believe that they, like, pound it right there. But as also as Brett's showing her around, he's like, this is a beautiful couch. That we can make love on. Here's a coffee table that we yeah. can make love on. She goes, oh, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> like, literally the least sexual person of all time. Yeah. Oh, oh, what? Oh, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And Neat. Then, okay. Taking note of that. I just wrote, I just wrote, ew. The whole thing. Total ew. The next morning, <laughs> Amber goes back to the room for like a power walk of, walk of shame back back to the uh to flaunt it to daisy and they're having breakfast on the balcony and daisy and it's silent for a minute and they're like eating bacon and daisy goes <clears throat> so was it a great night and amber's like yes yes it was <laughs> brett's morning after bangs oh i know really shocked me he was fully also, like, why is he fully dressed again both mornings he like go it's like why are why don't you just put a robe on? I think Brett gets up at like five a.m. He looks like me when I'm hungover when he has his bangs <laughs> like that. I was like, damn, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> then Daisy at breakfast, she just begins her trolls again. She goes, "Well, I'm gonna need to eat like lots of food because I'm gonna need all the energy from my day with Brett." <laughs> Amber goes, what? she goes, good for you. I can't even, I can't even try. I can't even pretend to do their voice. I'm going to need to have all the energy <laughs> I can get for my date with Brett. I need all the energy <laughs> I can get. So you can keep up with the old man, Brett Michaels. And Amber, she lets Amber get to her a little though. And at one point, Daisy says a retort that she said it so quickly that I thought that producers had like sped up the audio. And I was like, I've never heard Daisy speak that fast. Cause she's, she kind of speaks in this narcotic, like, uh, kind of way. But in this moment mm-hmm. she was like, she's like, well, I'm going to get out of here. Cause I need to go. It was, <laughs> I was like in the black lodge. <laughs> Daisy's unwell. Like it, you could tell in the last elimination, like she's, too fragile and yeah. she's like a bundle of nerves yeah. and she puts on a good front she does her best but like she's fraying at the seams mm-hmm. and brett also is taking her on the shittiest date of all time where she like comes down and he kisses her and he's like 
we're going to go out on the boat, go deep sea fishing, do a little boating. I was like, uh, can we not? Like, can we go lay by a pool or like us get massages or like eat lunch? Like, I don't want to go out on the rocky ocean and like fish. Yeah, it was not. Daisy was, you know, who wants to go fish? I'm sorry. Like deep on a sea date. fish. If that's the only date you have, you have one date date to really kill it and have like a romantic time. I don't want to go chum the ocean (laughs) and then cast a hook out, hook and live animal, reel it in, hold it up and like gut it. That's not like that's yeah. not like a romantic seal the deal kind of date to me. Or, or potentially like fall overboard. Sorry. Yeah. I don't want to go or missing. Get seasick. Or yeah, get, or I don't get want... murdered. <laughs> we don't go on boats. We don't go on boats on this not podcast. Not on this podcast. Um, Daisy starts getting seasick, which I'm like, <laughs> I, w- I get seasick so easily. So like I would be her. Yeah. It takes a lot, but I could get there if it's choppy enough. Brett starts out this date also by asking Daisy, he's like, you know, Amber's 37. She knows what she wants for her life. Like, what do you want for your life? Daisy's like, I like, you know, life throws you lots of curveballs. And like, you just got to go with the flow. And then she goes to her one-on-one. She goes, just because I'm not 500 years old like Amber doesn't mean I like don't know what I want for life. Yeah, Brett's I kind love- of like, I, I think Amber's not in like any kind of transition period. And I think you are. So he's trying to, he's basically, he's trying to let her down easy already. Yeah, he's saying you're 25 and I can't be with a 25 year old long term. I can fuck a 25 year old. Yeah. But I can't be with a 25 year old. And everything just kind of crescendos into a, a smoothie of fuckery and daisy just starts getting really sick she literally turns gray and it's like she has a gray sheen to her face and she has like a also like a thin film of sweat and i was like i know that kind of when you're like on the precipice of just like a massive barf down mm-hmm. and i felt for her in this moment she was gwyneth in like, contagion she truly <laughs> contagioned like I love to Daisy on the boat. Like the editing that they did was really magical with her. Just like she crouches, like didn't even go inside and like lay down on a couch, like couldn't even move and just slowly crouched into like a ball on the edge of the boat and was like just looking around as this boat was like rocking to and forth. And I was like, that was literally me all of 2020. They also did. They also did this very like, it reminded me of like when they're tripping in midsummer when, like the they made like <laughs> this reality kind of like warble and like undulate and she was like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like something was happening on that boat i was like so sick and then brett goes up to the captain and he's like he's like yeah i think we're gonna probably have to turn back to, to land because i don't think the boat really agrees with her and he's kind of like trolling her a little yeah and then brett's like rude and then Brett goes, my hope is that when she does puke, she pukes over to the side because that could be good chum for the fish. I was like, okay, so you're calling your, you're using your dates in what comes out of your date's body for chum. That's what you're, that's also, where your head goes. If any sort of date involves the word chum, it's not like that's not a date. Yeah. That's not like, I don't want to be in the presence of any chum. 
Unless it's like we have both decided to go like shark diving or something. Or you say like they're, we have a chummy rapport. Also not romantic. No. Like literal chum and then just like your chum is not a romance. Brett goes, we want to be fishing, but not for her body. (laughs) That's why I was like, whoa, that's too real. Yeah. And then. You hear some like pirate ass music mm-hmm. and it's like, <laughs> and then Daisy just starts projectile vomiting. And I was like, my God, can they censor this? It literally, her vomit went into the sea and you saw like a wave crest <laughs> and a green streak of her vomit, like cresting with the wave. I was like, damn, Peace. she really went for it. Peace that big breakfast did not pay off. No, she's like, <laughs> she's like exorcist projectiling. And I don't blame her. She's probably like, it probably felt a lot better after she barfed. Well, they get back to land and Brett goes, so why don't we go back, give yourself some rest. Brett's like disgusted by her at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, but I want to let you know I had a most awesome date with you. No, you didn't. It's like, can you please speak? Like, like I literally had to curl up in a ball on a boat and then puked off the side of it. And that was a really awesome date for you. A most awesome date. He also, like, why didn't he warn Daisy, like, or tell her to take, like, medication or have those little take a drama mean. with the pressure? Yeah. Like, there was no warning. I feel like he tried to tank this date so that he could get away with eliminating her. I think you're right. And then later when they have their date, Brett's just kind of like, well, I'm going to get one last. Yeah. I get my dick wet one more time with her also daisy gets dressed and like shows up she looks really hot in her like little purple satin mini dress and brett goes whoa you look so hot (laughs) check please and i was just like god dad think of a new joke i know and then when they get back i at first i thought they were gonna fuck on the same bed that him and amber fucked on and i was like oh that's gnarly but thank god they went inside but brett totally i think he like has sex with his sneakers on. Yeah. He also gives Daisy the same necklace that he gave Amber. Yeah, that was like sociopath. That's fucked up. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> the next morning when they're saying like, goodbye. Daisy goes, <laughs> Daisy goes, about her date, she goes, oh, because she tries to like air out Amber and she's like, I don't think that she can handle like your lifestyle. Like, I just don't think she has what it takes, like blah, blah, blah. And then they're like getting ready to walk back to Brett's suite. And she goes, this day has had its ups and downs, but I'm totally ready for a hot, steamy, romantic night. (laughs) Harlequin romance novel. Mm -hmm. The next and morning. then as they're leaving, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going. No, like they're saying goodbye to each other in the morning, and Daisy's like crying, and Brett like kisses her, and he goes, "See you tonight at elimination," which is like just what you want to hear from after you fucked your dream man. Yeah, and then and then Daisy goes, "Thank you for a wonderful, wonderful night that I'll never forget." <laughs> sad for her in this moment because i don't she like doesn't know you know what i mean like she's like this is really meaningful for her and i don't believe it's meaningful in the same way for amber i think amber is literally motivated by like stardom just winning 
yeah, and being like, this will be great for my career as a television presenter. And also, like, it's my second act. Yeah, it's like she's a very, like, to die for vibes. And mm-hmm. um, Daisy's just, like, broken at this point. Yeah. She's, like, been completely, like, nexiumed and just totally shattered. She's just kind of, cr- she spends the rest of the episode just, like, crying. <laughs> like, manically either scribbling or, like, putting her hood over her head with her sunglasses on when you know she's in a bad place or just like crazily crying. And then Brett goes and like has like a dark night of the soul, like by the, by the seaside and the song's playing. It's like, and here I stand. (laughs) (laughs) It was also, there was a female vocalist in the song who was like, and I hold your hand. And it literally was like 10 minutes long of just like montages of date first, like Amber's experience and then like Daisy's experience and, and then, then Brett's, Brett's experience, experience of Amber and then, of Brett's Amber, experience and then Brett's experience of Daisy, of Daisy. and then and like, John's experience. <laughs> yeah. And then like it goes like back and just when you think it's going to end, it just like keeps going. And then Brett was like sitting on the sand in his like bedazzled jeans and just staring off into the distance as the song plays. And it literally, I was like, Brett is wearing jeans on the beach and is therefore not worthy of any woman's love. No, that is that we know for certain. Yeah. If you're a man, I know this much is true. I know this much is true. Golden globe winner, Mark (laughs) Ruffalo. Congrats to him. That was also true. the most depressing fucking show I've ever seen. I will not be But watching. I know this much is true. You cannot, act, you cannot wear jeans to the beach. You can't sit on the beach in jeans. Yeah. That's no. That's, Don't ever do that. Why would yeah. you do that to yourself and everyone around you? Don't Why do would it. you do that to nature? That's yeah. just un- it's, not right. It's, it's not, actually it goes morally against, wrong. It goes against everything. Daisy and Amber are fighting in the hotel room. And then I just had to remind myself again, Amber's 37 fighting with a 25-year-old. Daisy goes, she's like 80 years old and really boring. <laughs> True. <laughs> Amber goes, Daisy comes in the room also with her hood fully over. <laughs> she's in hood mode. And that's when you know that like she's not well. Like You just have to give Daisy her space to be like a little storm cloud. And like she's cute. You can't like mess with her when she's like that. Just like let her be a little mole person on her bed and like scribble in her journal. Like stop. And Amber goes, Daisy, what's that? What is wrong with you right now? Because first you were saying all this stuff, and then now you're in here and you're not saying anything. It's just weird. It's just like kind of weird. And Shut Daisy's up, Amber. Like, why are you like talking to me? Like, get the f- get out of here! Like, <laughs> and I was like, Amber, give Leave it a her be. Let her draw like the anarchy A symbol and like that S thing that we all used to draw in her notebook. <laughs> she writes her name. She goes Daisy, and then on the S, she makes a little yeah. like sketchers. Yeah, <laughs> let her do what she needs to do, or like draw Jack Skellington or Sally sketches, and like do what she wants. Can't you see that I'm upset? <laughs> like, what do you not get about this moment? And like, then Daisy goes out and sits on that bed on their balcony and just is like sobbing. And I was like, you've got to get out of here, girl. This isn't good for you. They bring them to like this 
for the elimination. It's in this like kind of courtyard kind of thing, and they like lead them both down like separate stairwells, which I thought was kind of a cool set piece. <laughs> well, first they get they finally get some room service. I was like, give these girls some breakfast for the love of God. <laughs> And then they have a note from Brett that says they're going to get spa treatments for the day. So they get to like go have their nails done and have someone put some makeup on them. And Daisy, just like before the spa treatment, she's sitting on the bed and she goes, looks like right into the camera and shoots. I'm really, really scared. She's terrified. She really is. She broke the fourth wall. She's next level. And then also when they're getting led down to elimination, the hotel staff like knocks on the door and Amber opens it. And it is literally a random staff member at this hotel who goes, hello, Miss Amber. It's time for final elimination. (laughs) (laughs) And leads her away. And then he he does the same thing to Daisy. I was like, this is bizarre. This poor man that got roped into this. It's like like people who are actors at like the haunted mansion in Disney World. Yeah. Come on in. It's literally, it's like being led to your like um, (laughs) extermination or something. Like a firing squad. And they they get led down these staircase and Brett's waiting at the bottom and they're all dolled up. He comes up in like this shiny suit. It's just like a lot of the same. Yeah, I wrote they really know how to drag this shit out. But now we're like an hour and a half into the episode. I was like, come on, let's get it going. Come on, choose the person. Let's wrap it up. They both, And then Amber and Daisy both start shaking and tearing up. (laughs) And Brett's silent for a minute and he goes, Daisy, could you come on down here? And then Amber just is devastated because she thinks Daisy's going to be the rock and of she d- love. And you just see flood of tears coming out of her eyes. And then, and then Daisy in her confessional, she goes, wow, he's picking me? Really? He chose me. Really? really? And Amber's just like, <sighs> and in that moment, she was like, she she had a gun in her like in her stocking and she was about to take it out. A little <laughs> she pistol. Had a, she had a little Glock. Freeze! <laughs> Freeze! <laughs> Both of you! <laughs> now walk! And she was gonna walk Daisy to this to the end of the the barge and then make her jump into the ocean. You heard me. <laughs> you Get heard out of me. here! <laughs> Get! Get! Scram! This is my Swim. land! I got this. I'm this taking the W. This is my second act. It's my act. I'm 37. That's what I get. I've worked so hard for this. Get out of here. Get. <laughs> Brett then tells Daisy, he goes, Daisy, your tour, your tour ends here. And then Daisy just like, like she, I believe she disassociates from her own body in this moment. And she's yeah. like, just crumples into his arms and goes face plants into his shiny suit, which later you see like some mascara left over yeah. on, the la- on the lapel from like her crying on his shoulder. And then he's like, I'm so sorry, like blah, blah, blah. And then he says like, my thing with Daisy is I think she needs me more than she wants me. And that ain't good. And then like he hugs Daisy and then she goes, so what? I mean, just like, 
I just supposed to walk away? <laughs> just like go over here? She just like wanders off down like a black hallway, <laughs> like into a cave. Yeah. And then like I love her being I love her being so like transparent that there's like a production crew around her. She's just fully like, what do I do now? It's like, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Over here? Stumbles off. She's confused as hell. And then they catch up with her, like, around the corner to, like, interview her about getting eliminated. And she literally looks like she looks worse than she's ever looked in her life. <laughs> she does. She's, like, worse for wear. We need to get her packed up and on a plane, like, back to Los Angeles ASAP. Daisy, like, should never leave L.A. No. She's someone that should only ever be in L.A. Mm-hmm. In this moment, I want the world for Daisy. Yeah, me too. Amber? Like, she deserves happiness. But, like, let's be real. Amber, what did you win? Nothing, because, as we all know, there's a third season of Rock of Love, so... <laughs> Amber won nothing. Yeah. And, Am- and Brett doesn't even say that he loves her. Cause like no. Amber has now spent the m- majority of this episode being like, and I, you know what? And I do, I love Brett. I love Brett. <laughs> and I, I do love Brett. I love him. <laughs> and then he goes, he never says Amber, it back. She's my true rock of love. Did you just hear Tony snore? <laughs> that was not a fart. That was a pug snoring. Brett is like, about to call Christy Joe as soon as this episode yeah, wraps. Yeah, he has Christy Joe on speed dial. He probably is flying Christy Joe down to Mexico like the yeah. next day. Amber's like, like oh Amber, get back to LA and I'll see you in a few months. Oh my God. Oh my God. When, what do you win on these shows? You win not being able to see someone that you quote unquote love for do you, months. Do you, do you get money? Mm, I don't know, actually. Readers, weigh in. If anyone knows, do you get like a fee if you win? You should get. You should get like ten grand if you win. At least. Also, then Brett goes. He kisses Amber and he goes. Now let's go have hot monkey sex. Ooh. Disgusting. Amber's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that it ends, and the extra scene during the credits. All I saw, and I like. The next episode just like started automatically, so it like cut it off. But I truly saw everything I needed to see because Brett and Amber are like walking out of the restaurant after like their date, where she revealed to him that she wasn't wearing any underwear. And he goes, he's going Mm-mm-mm, that pantyless yum yum, <laughs> and then guides her into the limo. And I was like, excuse me, pantyless yum yum. That pantyless yum yum is what he called her vagina. That's like incel talk. Yeah, I can't. Congrats, That's, you two deserve each you other. You two deserve each other. You <laughs> sick, corny, weird, you fucking sickos. You old you sick people. Fucks. You five hundred years old people. You dinosaurs. Sorry, I'm not five hundred years old like Amber. <laughs> She told that to the flight attendant later on the way home. At least, I hope Daisy at least got to ride back in the Lear. Well, she gets her own show after this, Daisy of Love. Oh. Which we might actually have to, like, talk about. Yeah. Because I, I do actually want to see Daisy find love. We're in talks. We're in talks with Daisy. 
Daisy just kept talking to everyone like and never actually let the camera people go home. So they just started then filming a show for her. It's like you're you're all what do you always say like Be- Beverly Hills becomes Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yeah. They're just filming her on the flight and they're like, "Okay, and cut. We're going to turn the and she goes, "And can you believe that fucking 500-year-old Amber gets Brett's fucking insane? What are you She's- doing now? Like come over. Just like come to my house. I'll be a Charles. Like we'll have a beer. Like do you have a cigarette?" And like then she just like keeps them around. Like I think this camera crew has been in Daisy's life for like twenty years now. She goes into the pilot. She goes into the cockpit. Somehow she gets in. She's talking talking to the, and the pilot's like, "Ma'am, you really need to go sit down." And she's like, "I'm gonna go to Charles's later. I think. Right? I should just do that. Like, what's stopping me?" Sorry, I'm not like five hundred years old. Am I right? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, you fly this airplane? That's fucking cool. Like, I live with Charles. Like, it's just what it is. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. It's just like how life is. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, what? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, she just is like freely talking to everyone. Yeah. <sighs> love her journey. I love like the young ingenue girls that are discovered via mm-hmm. VH1. Like. Because, like, New York, a.k.a. Tiffany Pollard, the fucking god, was 23 when she was on Flavor of Love. Now she's essential. Yeah. She is an essential business. Always has been. We might also have to recap, like, America's Next Top Model one time. I know. I was just watching a clip. I was... I was Googling, I saw a clip of Jade doing her L'Oreal or her CoverGirl commercial. <laughs> Jade is a national fucking treasure. She She's also so stunning. The model of this, I mean, every girl on that show was like. But her walking up the steps going, what a party. Because <laughs> like, she's so bad at acting. <laughs> well, look at them. Oh, hello. <laughs> she's just like, they're like, okay, improv. And she's going, wow, can I have one of those? That looks great. <laughs> Bernadette Peters she's could never. Samantha Jones. Totally Samantha Jones. What a party. What a party. Can you believe? Yeah. Oh, there, there they are. Anyway, um, guys, what did we have one more episode so fear not a reunion thank god we can hear from everyone including angelique i'm I'm just craving angelique and thank god we get to have craving peyton i'm craving peyton's grounding energy yeah and peyton just being like and i'm crazy i'm craving the love witch Uh, Catherine, (laughs) i miss her where's she been i need her Doing spells in Montana or wherever the fuck she's from. Riding horses across fields. Damn. Didn't I they need, all I go back Megan. to like their states? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. I need Megan. <laughs> I need Megan. What? I love... <laughs> she goes... We're just shaking our heads <laughs> silently for 10 <laughs> minutes. Doing our best Megan impressions. Um, no. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, we're still in. We're still trying to figure out our next venture, but we, for uh, our second recap series. But we were, we will, we can say it now. Yeah, we will be recapping. We will 
be recapping our tour starts here bus yeah and now we're taking it to the next level we're getting on the fucking bus season three of rock of love coming next week season three of rock of love rawl or coming two weeks sorry and then yeah we're figuring out our next our other moment that we're gonna have but there will be more ventures buca de beppo adventures Oh, I kept I keep seeing Buga de Beppo at the um grove and I think often about Dorit's Buca de Beppo venture and I would love nothing more than to go to Encino and have some fucking calamari at Buca de Beppo. I I heard a clip of Paris and Nikki were on some podcast and they uh Hilton, Paris and Nikki Hilton, and they were talking about how their mom <laughs> lied to them about being on the show. And like kind of she was like, No, I'm not gonna go on it. And then like a few days later, someone was like, Your mom is on that show. And they were like mad at her <laughs> because they were like, We don't want our mom on that show. Cause they were just like, I don't think she she's never really watched it, even if her sisters are on it. She's only <laughs> and she has like no idea what she's getting herself into. Well, also, she's a fucking train wreck on reality TV. If you've ever watched The World According to Paris, like Kathy is she's going rogue at all times. <laughs> she, they said that Baron, their brother, called them or one, called one of them and was like, "I was home at our parents and I they were filming the show downstairs and I just heard screams coming from the." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Nikki was like, she was like, "But my mom and my aunt Kyle are like the funniest people in the world, so seeing them together will be really fun." I can't. I think they're a united wait. front on that show. Which I'm happy. They about. better be. Kathy loves having like um a te- like someone on her team feeling who, like who better than her baby sis. Yeah, I think it's gonna be magical. I can't wait for Beverly Hills to come back. Like, I just love those ladies. I'm excited to see like the tides turning on Erica Jane. I just loved, yeah, I just loved the, the screams the, from <laughs> the Silence of the Lambs. Um, the Cathy's were screaming. <laughs> the Cathy's were screaming. Um, guys, stay tuned. We've got one more ROL coming up. Stay tuned. Um, don't lose hope. You can follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E Cario. Carrie. Um, follow Carrie at E Cario. You can subscribe Looking to our Patreon. Carrie. Subscribe to our Patreon. Um, patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Write us in. We're going to do some reader mail. Yeah. We're doing yeah. an all reader mail bonus episode this week. And that's exclusively on Patreon. Get vaccinated if you can and stay the course. We're almost, we're almost through. Stay safe. Love and light. Bye. Bye. Bye.